for 10 years in a row, ranking Arizona's number one most trusted referral network, rosieonthehouse.com. Information that you can't get anywhere else. And over three decades of Rosie on the House. All right, shake it off, y'all. Come on into my house. The door's wide open. It's Rosie on the house. Shake off that wet bed head like old dog shaking off getting out of the water. Man, what a nice weekend of rain event. Not aggressive. Too much. I, I did get in a pretty good hailstorm driving home from Sky Harbor yesterday afternoon. Uh, caught me right there on 44th Street in the 202, man. Kaboom! I think I was on the phone with Karen. I could hardly hear her <laughs> just for a minute. Hey, we're going to talk color today. I uh, want you to join the conversation by dialing in one 767 We're on the mission, as we are every day for the last 31 years, to become every Arizona homeowner's best friend. And we do that by running the broadcast every Saturday morning, as well as mailing out a subscription newsletter to tens of thousands of you every Thursday. In that Thursday newsletter, you get a notice of what we're going to cover on the show that coming weekend. So if it's something you're particularly interested in or you've got on your to-do list, you can tune in and get the particulars on how to do it right. Or maybe you don't want to do it. Maybe you're halfway through a project and you're just begging, Rosie, Give me somebody to come finish it. Well, I can do that, too. So wherever you're listening to us in the great state of Arizona, you call the one toll-free number, one 767 We'll do everything we can to put my 45 years and Romy's 25 years of building and remodeling experience to work for you at your house, your home, your castle, or your cabin, whether it's down at the foundation or up on the rooftop, everything in between, we try and do everything we can to put our experience to work for you. And we're here this morning talking about color. And painting is one of those things uh, that I learned early. I learned from a master, uh, and I've always enjoyed painting. We've got Mr. Doug Karras here from the Arizona Paint Company. Doug, thanks for coming in. Yeah, thanks for having us, Rosie. And you brought in special guests from Sherwin-Williams, Miss Karen. How are you? Good morning. I'm great. Thanks for coming in. Thank you for having me. We're going to talk about your role and how you could have saved me many, many times. Perfect. Uh, as a remodeling contractor, uh, one, of, one of my earliest jobs was work with a, a painter by the name of Dave Dace. And he was right here in North Central Phoenix. And he taught me how to, I don't, I don't he must have hated doing this because he taught me how to do it. And then I had to do it like for weeks on in true divided French doors. <laughs> and he taught me how to cut those in without using tape with a two and a half inch tapered uh, China bristle brush. Mm-hmm. And I mean, after about eight doors, you get pretty good at it. Those first eight, he wasn't very happy with <laughs> But once you learn the paint distribution off the end of the tapered brush, you really can cut in right over the top of that uh, putty joint, stop it right short of the glass, and you can get a pretty straight line after a while. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, a lot of it takes practice and just repetition, but it takes knowing how much paint to have on your brush, and just by doing it over and over, you can get pretty good at it. Boy, and I tell you, he taught me young 
the difference between a good paint job and a bad paint job. And, uh, I mean, when you walk in and you can see the depth of the color on the wall, and there's no holidays, there's no flashes, there's no roller marks, there's no brush mark. I mean, it just shouts out, I was done right. Yes, absolutely. I mean, biggest part about getting that final product is the prep work. I mean, if you come into a house and you don't start covering floors, covering any furniture, you're going to have a, a big, you're potentially a big mess at the end of the job if you don't do the prep work first to make sure you're going to have a good final product. Boy, Miss Karen, it's Karen DeAndrea? DeAndrea. DeAndrea. Karen, and you're an interior designer with Sherwin-Williams, paint, paint manufacturer. Correct. Now, how available are you to the homeowners and to my customers? I, I tell you what, I was really aggravated at paint manufacturers for a long time. I thought as a painting contractor, as a remodeler, there should be one color of white, one color of blue, and one color of green. Can our fan decks just go down to three leaves? Yep. That, that's true. We have over 1,500 colors on our fan deck. So I, I feel your pain, and our customers feel your pain. So that's why we created a in-home color consult program. It's fabulous. I have six consultants in the Valley, and they can come out and help uh, select colors and find out what these customers want to put in their homes and work through those colors and get a great-looking result. Well, I, I'm, I'm kind of this, the logistical guy on the remodel. I'm, I'll, I'll meet you. I'll put the estimate together, and I'll line out all the subs. But when it time comes time to picking cabinet hardware and door hardware and towel bars and paint colors, I'm very hard to find. I I like to Classic. team up with people. Classic. Yeah, uh, I, I I can remember like it was yesterday, but it was 40 years ago. I went with a woman to Clyde Hardware to pick out cabinet hardware, and we were there six and a half hours. Did you make it? I ran to the truck and I just shoved bamboo shoots up my fingernails for relief. <laughs> I just anything. Ah, I'm going. But but there was a, a job we did right at uh, Royal Palm and Central in the late 70s. And I, I told the, the, the woman, I said, look, get to the paint store and, and pick out a few of the colors you like. And we'll have our painter come by. You really need to see the color and the finish and the sheen. Uh, through all hours of the day and night on the wall you think you're going to apply it. And then uh, we actually went on a little family vacation, another superintendent. When I came back, there were no less than 17 different colors. Oh, no. Splattered all through the inside of this house. And I, she tormented herself for months before we could finally get a color out of her. That, that's the wrong way to do it. Absolutely, and that's what getting a in-home color console to help you. We narrow it down. We have a lot of questions. We find out what our customers are looking for, and the trick is is that we know all those colors on our wall, so we know where to dive in and pull what our clients are looking for and talking about. So we really do narrow down the process. It's so surprising to the customers by the end of the 90-minute appointment. They have a beautiful palette, and very often it's laying on a pretty piece of granite, and there's four, five, six <laughs> colors, and it's all looking so perfect, and it's amazing. But we're professionals, and we're trained, so we get it, the job done correctly. Well, uh, the, 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 one of the horror stories I have is what we had picked out as sunrise gold ended up being 
Big Bird Yellow. <laughs> Seen it. <laughs> yeah, it was. It didn't work. It, it it the concept seemed really really good, but boy, when it was done, it was like you were living inside Big Bird. I mean, it was just oh boy, it's horrible. Too much. A little too much. Now, what are some of the tricks for not letting that happen? I mean, it's tough looking at a paint chip. And when paint manufacturers started selling paint by the uh, quartz, mm-hmm. I thought that was really helpful a lot. You didn't have to invest in a whole gallon just to put one swipe on the wall. So thank you guys for doing that for sure. But how, how do you narrow it down? I guess you kind of inventory what they've got as fixed piece of furniture and stuff. You start there. Sure, you do. As a consultant, I come into a home immediately my eyes are glazing over their floor which is a very large surface so typically for a flow color which typically is neutral we'll select that first and you want to work with those tones if that floor is staying and um, you know a lot of it's just questions with your customers sometimes they don't want to work with that floor so then you you move forward from there so it's a lot of questioning all of design is always the beginning is questions, finding out what your customer wants. And that narrow is the first level of narrowing down. And then you can talk about um, brightness, you know, lightness or darkness, what their expectations are from there. So then that narrows down even more. And then you start trying colors and color in, in context is always so important. So trying those chips in context with a piece of art behind the sofa, next to the drapes, down by the baseboard, you know, in context with floor, baseboard, and then the new color. Sometimes we have to block out the current color. If they have a really bossy color, like red, you, we need to put up bossy, a, bossy, bossy. Some I colors, like it. Okay, some colors are okay. bossy. Yeah, and they, that, they, that, that's a bossy color. And you can't see what the incoming color may be. So we take a nice piece of uh, white paper and then put that in context with the so far the baseboard and then put the new color and it blocks out the old color that's leaving and so you can focus on the new color so that's you know a few tricks that we do to bring it forward a lot of it's trial and error just with those color chips and of course like you mentioned then moving forward after the selection to those paint samples and those need to be also in context and large i always recommend a four by four square um, to see that color beautifully Four foot by four foot. Yes, sir. <laughs> Not a little floating two by two up on the wall. That and, won't cut and, it. And I used to tell people, go around the corner. You yeah, know, absolutely. Don't, don't just do it on one flat surface. Do an inside corner. Do an outside corner. And just watch it through the course of the day and the evening. It's going to look a lot different under your art display spotlights than it is going to be mid-afternoon with the sun coming through True. the windows. True. And you may have to uh, like a color... It in, that looks different both in the evening and the day because all colors are going to look different night and, and day. They It's just light. Light is color. Light is what makes color. So you have to be okay with that. I want to talk a little bit about the mood-altering impact colors can make. Well, our color of the year is navel. And, and we're gonna we're gonna cover that, but we're gonna well, cover. Well, it's quite moody, so yeah, I was bringing it, yeah. it up maybe a little bit early, but it's yeah. A nice when I saw the color. name of it, there were like three colors that came. Well, that could be either kind of a beigey tone, or that could be, you know, navel like navy. It could be royal blue, but we'll talk about that. But we'll also talk about the mood setting characteristics of certain colors. Now, I'll tell you what. 
if mood settings in your future, if shopping for transportations in your future, you have a lot of choices. Just like a lot of choices of color, you got a lot of choices of car manufacturers. You got a lot of choices of dealers. Now look, just take it from old Rosie. You know, when you're in the market for a vehicle, either new or used, get to Sanderson Ford in Glendale on First Fifty First Avenue. You'll never be confused again, and you'll never wonder where to go to buy your next vehicle. I learned this all the way back in 1980, and I've never regretted it. My dad, my mom, two sisters, my father-in-law, my mother-in-law, two brothers, two brother-in-laws, four daughters, one son, countless friends, and thousands of listeners on the radio have all taken my advice and gone to Sanderson Ford. Won't you do do yourself a favor and do the same thing? If a new vehicle's in your future, Keep it simple. Get to Sanderson Ford in Glendale. Mr. Blue Sky, please tell us why you had to hide away for so long. In the studio is Arizona Painting Company and our On the House Hour, where we spend the entire 9 o'clock hour talking about something physically on your home, castle, or cabin. It's painting today, and if you'd like to ask a question or join the conversation in any way, shape, or form as it relates to painting, one 767 4348 That's one for you. Text 411-923. You can email info at rosyonthehouse.com. We were talking a little bit before the broadcast, Doug. Uh, a lot of inside painting last week and probably this coming week as well. <laughs> yes, unfortunately. This is uh, typically the time of the year where we do the most exterior painting because the weather's normally great. It's 70 degrees. Um, but yeah, with the rain last week, um, we can't do anything outside. So a lot of our customers, they get concerned a little bit when it rains and we just let them know, Hey, we're not going to paint outside when it's raining. We're not going to do anything to jeopardize the longevity of your paint job. So we just have to push them and reschedule, uh, for a later time when the, when the weather's going to be good. And with the top of the line Sherwin-Williams paint products, y'all are offering a 10-year warranty. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So we offer a 10-year warranty with the duration line from Sherwin-Williams. Uh, we do two full coats along with a back roll uh, when we're using that that paint. And we found that it lasts you know longer than any other paint that we've used here in the Valley. And we can offer that 10-year warranty by making sure that we're not going to be painting when, when it's going to be raining, you know, within a couple hours or anytime near or after after we paint. No, no cut corners on a 10 year warranty. No, no, we don't, we don't want to have to come back and, and do any warranty work, but you know, what we offered our customers is a no hassle warranty. So if they call us, and even if it's borderline, if it's covered or not, we usually just take care of it um, because we want to make sure that their house is going to look really good for at least that 10 years plus. And in the desert, it, it's it's the UV rays that just start to break down the the coating. I mean, it, you stick anything out in the sun, you know, and it, your paint coating is your wall's first defense against the sun, and it's taken the brunt of it. Yes, yeah, it's and usually what we found uh, when we go out to give an estimate, if a house, you know, a customer might tell us, well, I just had my house painted three or four years ago, and it looks like it hasn't been painted in. 10 plus years, maybe 15 years, it's normally because a, either the prep work wasn't done right or they didn't put enough paint on the house. You know, they might have done a thin coat, 
just sprayed it on really quickly and it looked good right away. And then what happens though with the sun we get out here is that it's going to break it down and start fading a lot faster. And that's normally you're going to get a cheaper price. You might think, oh, I'm saving a lot of money here, but <laughs> over 10 years, you're not because you have to paint your house again, which is going to end up costing you more money. And the homes we've built the last 30 years, uh, rigid, high-density foam board on the outside, chicken wire and stucco, mm -hmm. nothing about that is waterproof. No. Now, if, if the paint job isn't done and done right, you're not waterproofed. No, yeah. Your paint is your, your coating that's protecting that stucco to make sure it's not going to break down. You're not going to get any water um, to get through there and cause you bigger issues down the road. And with that said, I'm going to repeat what I've said for 20 years. I would never recommend putting any kind of elastomeric paint on a vertical surface. When elastomeric came out, I'll be the first to confess we made a lot of money getting homes all up in North Scottsdale painted with elastomeric. We thought it would be the best thing you could do. Well, I also have to confess we made a lot of money. 15 years later, tearing all that American <laughs> paint off and going back to the pure, breathable, 100% acrylic exterior paint. Yes, exactly. That's the key, 100% acrylic. Um, we did the same thing, you know, 10 to 12 years ago, we were using elastomeric uh, materials and then started realizing that when you put that on a vertical surface, any water, air gets behind there and it can all start peeling off in sheets. So the only time we use elastomerics now is on the tops of parapets, yep. you know, the horizontal surface there. Um, but on a vertical surface, we do not recommend homeowners using that. I don't recommend you using anything that's not breathable. Mm -hmm. If if you're considering a painted product that's going on the outside of your walls and it's not breathable, don't do it. You're, you're stretching a rubber raincoat over your house, and that raincoat touches dissimilar materials. It goes from the stucco, which could be rough and bound, binds very, very good, to a rough sawn fascia or barge rafter. And where that joint is, is going to be a moisture penetration. And monsoon season hits, moisture gets back there, sun comes back out, it literally steams the paint off the stucco so let it breathe let the water come back out through the natural acrylic paint as opposed to peeling this rubber sheet you've spread over the top of your house well i want to get back talking color uh but we're gonna have to wait for bottom of the hour break i i have to confess i had a family story just in the last couple of days are y'all familiar with the scottsdale artist by the name of ed mel he does a lot of landscape work beautiful uh, uh, artist we have several of his pieces he's got a picture of the mcdowell mountains that i've just always absolutely loved it's the view that i have right from my house and i call it i don't know what he calls it i don't know what i had to have it custom made but it's uh, i call it ed mel's mcdowell mauve well i just had a couple grandsons we were coming home from a little picnic and we we're pulling in the driveway, and one of them yells in the back seat, Hey, T-Pair, why is your house pink? I, no, I, I, no I, it's, not, it's McDowell Mauve. It's not pink. I may have to change the color of my house. If I know people are driving by saying that house is pink, there's something about my old-fashioned manhood that really, that really bothers me. It's not pink. It's McDowell Mountain Mauve. We're going to talk color 
here with Sherwood Williams, Arizona Paint Company, Company after this break. Y'all feel free to join the conversation. If you've got any questions about a paint project at your home, one 767 4348 How do you know your pink house wasn't the inspiration for this song? Right now, your down, grandson man. might have made fun of it, but hey. My house isn't yeah. pink. <laughs> do you see it as pink? No. Pinkish? <laughs> Unless you have pink I, eye, maybe. I, 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 I wouldn't have picked McDowell Mauve, but I wouldn't have said pink either. It's exactly the same color as Ed Mel's painting. <laughs> and I and because that's a view from the house, the sunset. There's nothing like the McDowell Mountains at sunset with that mauve color. And I thought I want my house that color. <laughs> I may have to try it. Maybe I'll go to Navajo White. <laughs> what do you think, Miss Karen? Well, I think you designed it for yourself, and that's what design is—very personal. So if you love it, that's all that matters. Well, I did. <laughs> It's about time to paint again, so maybe Miss Karen yeah, needs to come out and, yeah, and uh, prove your color choice. We're here with uh, Miss Karen DeAndrea, uh, interior designer from Sherwin-Williams, who works with a small army of five or six other interior designers that are available to homeowners that are trying to make their way through the maze of... How many colors did you say y'all had? On our deck, currently, we have over 1,500. That's a sin. <laughs> it's confusing sometimes Doug, that must just drive you guys nuts in the field, huh? Let's just say we love having Karen yeah, and the team I, to help yeah, us Because me and a lot of my sales guys and estimators are just like you We'd rather somebody else help our customers with colors So they're great when you, dealing with them You get it color coordinated and specify And baby, I'm going to do the best job humanly possible yep. No one will match it, it'll be done uh, But again, how would a homeowner access this resource? You need to go into your local Sherwin-Williams. We have over 42 stores in the Valley. And get on in there and ask for a color consult. They'll set you up on the calendar and we'll come out. And what does that cost the homeowner? That's a $95 fee. And it's really cool because with that 95 you get a $50 gift card back. So the service is essentially $45 for a 90-minute consultation. And we'll even share product recommendations uh, with our homeowners at the end and provide a list and a shopping list if they want to do it themselves. So it's really awesome. I'm going to start including a $95 gift coupon to every home remodel we sign up <laughs> that would be great we'd love look, that look you get it you get a free color console with this remodeling contract let's just get let's just do that okay save all our, ourselves a, a lot of time now miss karen have you ever been called by uh sherwin williams national global i think they're the largest paint company on, on in the globe on they the are. on the globe uh have you ever been called into headquarters and said karen we'd like you to pick the color for next year? No, I, they have a team. We have our uh, director of color marketing, Sue Wadden. She has a design team, and they, they are the ones that select this and produce our, our color forecast palettes every year, and they do a fabulous job. I really, really stand behind the 2020 forecast. It's just so relatable and livable. It's now. It's not futuristic. It's definitely what's happening now. Are we trending away from gray? We are. That's the, so boring. The gray has been a well beyond 10 years, and that's 
trends usually last about 10 years. Okay. So we're trending out of it, but I do have some good advice. You were asked, talking about advice earlier, t- tips and tricks. With everybody that's got a ton of gray already, don't worry. You don't need to repaint everything. That's what's cool about the uh, 2020 forecast that came out. There's so many colors that go with gray. So maybe you just want to get an accent wall. Maybe you want to paint a couple bedrooms and you want to leave your main area gray. You can incorporate the gray in uh, many ways with all the new colors that are coming in. Colors definitely coming back in. Gray was kind of like a a period where we just were very plain. So we're bringing back in color and color goes with gray. Almost every one of these palettes has a gray in it. So you can see that if you just go online to SherwinWilliams.com and look at our uh, 2020 forecast, you'll see that. It's a lot of great inspiration. Now, y'all have an app where I can actually photograph the house and, oh, yeah. in, and import colors. Like I want a red fascia or a, sure. you know, an orange wall or whatever. I, and I can kind of play with it till I get Yes. So that's called uh, Color Snap Visualizer. It's a mobile app. You can also do it on your desktop as well. And there's a even more cool feature in there. It's augmented reality where you can point and place the color right onto the surface. There's just one, oh. little, one little trick with that. You've got to have a lot of light for it to pick up and register that wall. Um, exteriors, it's really cool because we have so much sun. It really registers well and you can tap in your color. And it's a quick, quick look. It holds the the you know the augmented reality color there for a bit, and you can kind of see what you might be getting into. It's really good when you're making a strong color change because it gives you an idea if you were going from dark to light. So it's it's fun too. It's really fun to use. Very easy to use. And traditionally, uh, I will generally recommend people with their exterior colors. Doug, is is this what y'all recommend? Uh, I say, look, stay stay a little bit lighter. It'll be a little bit more reflective of heat, and the darker you go the faster it's going to show wear. Do you find that to be the case? Yeah, absolutely. We do. Um, the darker the color is, it has more pigment in the color, and it can fade. It can break down a little bit faster. Um, one thing we've started doing, actually, in the last eh, two to three years is we've started to use, we're starting to use a lot more of a, a sheen on stucco or on an exterior. So we're using more of a sometimes an eggshell or a low sheen or a satin finish to help that color look really good longer than it was when you're just using a flap. Well, that is new. I wasn't aware of that at all. Yeah. And y'all started this in the last few years? Yeah. We actually, I did my house three years ago and you look at it and it still looks like it was just painted within the last couple of months. Talk a little bit about prep work and what makes the difference between proposal A and proposal B. You know, 50% or or 50 to 60% of the job is just the labor, you know, in terms of a price you're getting for a quote. And all of that comes from the prep work. You know, if you don't prep the house right, if you don't power wash, if you don't fix the stucco, if you don't uh, pull back the rocks and prime the foundation with dry lock, if you don't do all these things, um, the final product, you know, it might look good initially, but it's not going to last. And that's why we can stand behind a 10-year warranty is because we're going to make sure that we spend our guys spend the time doing all the prep work necessary. So it's very important to make sure you're going to get a paint job that's going to last. 10 years, and you're putting that in writing? Yep, it's in writing. Now, in 45 years, I've never heard of any painter doing that. Mm-hmm. 
Yep, it's on our quotes. It's our gold package. So if a customer wants to use the duration, there's a, there's a specific paint required for that. Yep. Okay. So there's a paint which is duration from Sherwin Williams, and you know we detail out our process of what we're doing on their house. Two full coats, so we don't just put two coats and then we we spray and back roll at once. We're going around the whole house twice to do that. And, you know, we definitely feel confident we can offer 10-year warranty for that. Now, in the small print, is that 10 years on rough stucco and and three years on exposed fascia, wood fascia? No, we offer 10 (laughs) years for the the whole exterior. So For the wood, too. Yep. You really do. Like I said, you know, if our customers call us in in five years and say, you know, they're starting to get cracking or peeling, we're going to come out, take care of it, no charge to them. Well, that's fantastic. Wow. And I and I can't emphasize enough how much prep is everything. Uh, I see people hosing their house down before they paint it themselves. You're not accomplishing. You're, you're getting, you may be getting rid of some dirt that's piled up in the rough stucco cracks, but you're really not taking that chalk finish off. No, you're not. You know, if you don't power wash, you know, a lot of the, the rough stucco, it has dust and dirt and all the little crevices and cracks. And if you don't power wash, you're not going to get your eaves cleaned very well. And you're not, not going to get the stucco clean near as well if you just hose it down. So we definitely recommend power washing every you know, any exterior that gets painted. And Miss Karen, we were talking about exterior colors and you were actually mentioning that maybe the light colors that I've been preferential to for 40 years, uh, it does kind of create a washed out look and don't be afraid of going to color. Light colors are in actually. The browns and the tans have, and people have been doing grays on exteriors for a bit now too. That's faded back a little bit to white's actually been popular and coming in. Um, It's a farmhouse look that people are going for. So, but adding color on the front door and then a little deeper trim sometimes, you know, of course it always depends on the roof and the landscape, the landscape gravel and the style of the home. So we always want to consider all those points when we're picking a color, but light, light has been in. You're, you're okay. And choosing a white is tricky. It can be very tricky. We have a lot of whites, uh, the stark whites out outside, uh, the glowing whites. You probably want to stay away from those. We'll go with a little <laughs> bit more warm uh, undertone in it, and we can help you, you know, navigate that sea of white color chips. Absolutely. Well, my wife never curses, but in our neighborhood, we've had two teardowns and rebuilds yes. homes. And they both went with the brightest, starkest white. And she has a certain name for the white that I can't repeat on air. Oh, I'd love to hear but that. It's the, but I mean, it's, they're like, the whole house is like a giant glare bomb. Yeah, that's what I'm talking, glowing. You've got to watch out for that. And that's what the novice does. They go straight for the high reflective white, and that is a big mistake. I didn't know why it bothered me till I talked to Karen. <laughs> I was like, that's what it is. It's that glowing, white, glaring. It's not attractive. No, it's not. And that's that's official by Sweet Jennifer. It's not attractive, especially in our neighborhood, <laughs> right? especially next to our pink house. <laughs> oh. You need to get a new color. Oh gosh, if it's bothering I, I, you, I'm agonizing over it. I loved it for I loved it for 25 years. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with personal design. Okay, all right, you're making me feel better. Um, Doug, let's talk a little bit uh, to the do-it-yourself painter. A couple tricks of the trade. Uh, one of the first things, of course, prep, it, it's hard to teach that do-it-yourself. You really need to be on a prep crew for uh, uh, quite a while to learn all the tricks. 
But let's say once you've painted one room inside a house and you're putting the paint away, tell them the trick for saving that paint. How do y'all put a can of paint away? Well, biggest thing is you have to make sure the lid is on there completely. It has to be on there tight. So take a mallet, um, take something to make sure you 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 know, hit it on, all the way around that circular lid to make sure it's on there extremely tight. If any air can get through there, that paint can dry up over time, and it can be, um, you know, it can you know be so it's not going to work the way it's supposed to. And I don't know. Is it still true when you buy paint, they'll still give you a paint can opener, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Do. So do not use a screwdriver to open the paint because you're yeah. crimping the lid that's not going to let you reseal it. Yep. We definitely see that a lot of times. And we ask homeowners if you know if they have any old cans that we can take to go get matched. And they'll give it to us. <laughs> and it, all the paint will be hard. It's all dried out. And we can't match it. So it yeah. makes it a little bit harder. So, yeah, we definitely recommend it. You know, make sure you do that. And also... Put the leave the paint somewhere where um, it's don't I, we don't always recommend leaving it in the garage because it can get too hot in there and then make sure it's not going to be somewhere where it's going to freeze either. So you know, room temperature um, is ideal, you know, to leave that paint stored over time. So a couple takeaway tips for you do it yourselfers: use the paint can opener that they give you for free where you're buying the paint. Don't open it with a screwdriver. Doug said use a mallet. That's not a hammer. Do not <laughs> use a hammer. Use a rubber mallet to reseal it. I tell people, stretch a layer of cellophane, saran wrap over the top of the can, put the lid on it, seal it with a mallet, and then store it upside down. Yeah, that definitely can help too. That can help just prolong the life of that paint. Yeah, Let's turn it, it over slowly though, <laughs> just to make sure that lid's on there. I, I put a dab of paint on the bottom of the can. I date it, and I say, master bathroom, you know. Yep. Now, still on the date, realistically, how long is paint going to store? Uh, I would say typically, you know, two, two-ish years, two to three years. Uh, it could be longer, though. Sometimes I've seen where it's lasted longer. And, you know, you can open up the can and, you know, the top and you can smell. And if you start getting some really weird smells, okay, this is probably not good. Um, but, you know, it, it could be longer than that. But we usually say you know, a couple years. I see a We'll talk about paint colors here in just a minute, but we've got a texter that has texted in and says, uh, what's what's the deal with painters taping electrical covers and AC registers instead of removing them? The last two painters I've had at my house have done this, and when I've had to remove the register, it has actually peeled the paint. I could tell you is probably not – you need to go to rosieonthehouse.com and select a painter there. Yes, absolutely. We We definitely recommend to always – before you start painting, part of that prep work is to remove any outlet covers, registers that are right up against walls that are going to be painted, um, you know, electrical switch plates. All that stuff should be removed first so you can get a good clean line, but also so the paint isn't going to stick to those over time. And then when you pull them off eventually, you're going to peel off the paint and it could come off in a, in a small sheet as well. So we definitely re- recommend removing those first. It's just the people that are doing that, they're cutting corners. They don't want to uh, mess with keeping track of what plate went on to what which outlet or step on it or crack it you know they're in the way those little tiny screws you always lose half of them but you know that to to do it right takes the time to remove them store them properly paint the wall reapply them you know 
when you're talking comparing estimates and why is this one more than that one you mentioned you're the prep 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 it's somebody taking the time to do that yes exactly that's usually the differentiator and why you know a paint job might cost you more um, is because you're getting you're actually getting more for that cost so we try to really make sure our customers know that that you know there's a reason why you know somebody else might be a thousand dollars cheaper uh, they, they're probably not doing all the same stuff that we're doing let's bring miss karen back in karen DeAndrea, ASID Certified Interior Designer with Sherwin-Williams. And we started a conversation, we didn't get back to it, about uh, the darker colors uh, for exterior and what you would find palatable and not. There was a time, I want to say it was about 15, well, it was long ago, 20 years ago, where North Scottsdale all wanted to be painted uh I won't tell you what we call it, but it was the same color as Pinnacle Peak. And it was kind of a purple-brown thing, you know. We had a name for it. Um, but, gosh, I mean, it started showing wear within months. It was just so deep, dark. But paints come a long way. And what, what are your feelings about the bold, bold colors exterior? Yeah, I'm familiar with that. Scottsdale has a lot of HOAs that are 40 and below. Uh, LRV. Yes. And so they're they're really still into those deep colors and they do look nice. They really can look dramatic and and they do blend with the desert, especially in the earth tones, so they do look nice. Um, but what I wanted to mention was that we have a uh, in our Color Mix 2020 forecast, we have a palette called Alive and it's got the nurturing neutrals that are, you know, rich blues, deep ripe olive and they're they evoke such a satisfying calming, rejuvenating feeling. And a few of those would be pretty as trim. It, of course, what I was saying earlier, it goes back to the roof. We want to take that into consideration always. But uh, the blues are always so pretty next to a uh, terracotta tile. So that's a good option. Very rich and deep. Now, are you finding, Doug, as a paint contractor, are, mm -hmm. are you okay with a 10-year warranty on the darker colors? Yes, yeah, we definitely still, you know, it doesn't, we don't limit it well, to certain awesome. colors. So, yeah, whether it's darker, lighter, um, you know, the one thing that warranty doesn't cover is fading. So we do recommend, you know, sometimes the darker colors, you, you might, you're going to get some natural sun fading. So we yeah. just make sure our customers know that over 10 years. Okay. And when, when a homeowner calls the Arizona Paint Company, what kind of paint consulting do you all do for them? Um, we, we call Karen and say, Karen, come on out, meet with our homeowner. Um, yeah, so any customer that, uh, you know, books a, a exterior, interior paint job with, with us, we offer them a free consultation with Sherwin-Williams. So we don't charge them that $45 or that 95 plus the, with the rebate back. So we give that to them for free. Well, y'all are very gracious on coming in, spending an hour. Why don't you give your phone number out? How would someone get a hold of Arizona Paint Company? So you give our office a call. We're open today. Our office number is 602-648-3071. Ms. Karen? If you'd like to get a consult, just hop on into any one of our 42 stores in the Valley or give us a call and we'll book it and sell it to you. We'd love to see you and work with you. Get it all painted up. There you go, folks. All right. Y'all stay tuned. We go open line in the following hour and answer any question you might have about your household, castle, or cabin right here at Rosie on the House. <music> 